0: Welcome to the Diction Police Special Diction Unit. This video and the accompanying translation and phonetic guide are a production of Singing Diction, G.B.R. This will be our last episode before summer vacation. The podcast will be back on August 20th, 2016 with all new episodes. If you need a Lyric Diction fix in the meantime, check out our popular Diction Lesson series every Wednesday on the Facebook page where we focus on a specific topic in Lyric Diction and include a YouTube clip demonstrating the rule by a current or past artist. And on Mondays, you'll also find our new Tongue Twisters for Singers series for a fresh way to exercise your articulators. There are two versions of this podcast, the full video tutorial and the audio version for people who want to listen on the go. For more information about today's contributor, Mirko Roszkowski, or for the accompanying PDF of this text, which includes an IPA transcription along with the poetic and word-for-word translation, please visit www.dictionpolice.com. You can also follow the Diction Police on Facebook or Twitter at Diction Police. The texts for both of Schubert's master song cycles Die schöne Müllerin and Winterreise were all by the poet Wilhelm Müller. Müller's poetry is modeled on German folk song in both meter and form. All of the poems come from his two-volume work »Gedichte aus den hinterlassenen Papieren eines reisenden Waldhornisten« »Poems from the papers left behind by a traveling hunting horn player. The first volume, which contained »Die schöne Müllerin«, was published in 1820, and Schubert's cycle of the same title was published in 1824. It is the earliest extended song cycle to be widely performed, has remained a favorite in the repertoire and is still widely performed today. Müller's poetry influenced later German poets, most notably Heinrich Heine.
1: Morgengruß. Guten Morgen, schöne Müllerin. Wo steckst du gleich das Köpfchen hin, als wär dir was geschehen? Verdrießt dich denn mein Gruß so schwer? Verstört dich denn mein Blick so sehr? So muss ich wieder gehen. O oh, lass mich nur von Ferne stehen, nach deinem lieben Fenster sehen. Von Ferne, ganz von Ferne. Du blondes Köpfchen, komm hervor, hervor aus eurem runden Tor, ihr blauen Morgensterne. Ihr schlummertrunkenen äugelein Ihr taubetrübten Blümelein, Was scheuet ihr die Sonne? Hat es die Nacht so gut gemeint, Dass ihr euch schließt und bückt und weint Nach ihrer stillen Wonne? Nun schüttelt ab der Flor Und hebt euch frisch und frei empor In Gottes hellen Morgen. Die Lerche wirbelt in der Luft, und aus dem tiefen Herzen ruft, die Liebe, Leid und Sorgen.
0: In the second line of this song we have the word S-T-E-C-K-S-T.
1: Sch-text.
0: And so we have at the beginning of this already, we have the long squiggly S sound to the T. Yeah,
1: we have sht and then, and in the end we have ST. The S-T at the beginning of the word is always pronounced as the, with a long squiggling S sound. Sht. And the T sound, of course, that and follows. An, and an actual, really, a real, real, yeah. real T. And, and within the, the word, or at the end of a word, it's pronounced separately. So, with S-T. That's why we have text right here. This is a hard word because we have, we have another double consonant in the middle, the ck, which just makes um, a quick, clear k sound, yeah. like a double k.
0: Right. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe they used to spell words with a double k.
1: It's right. Yeah. And but... now,
0: but now ck has taken the place of that.
1: Absolutely. So right.
0: technically, ck counts as a double double consonant of a k.
1: Yeah. Right. So just to make to make sure, there's a, a clear k sound. Text. So there's the small break be- before the K sound like it is before a uh, double consonants to emphasize them. Right. Ssteckst. Wo steckst du gleich das Köpfchen hin?
0: So since we're talking about double consonants, right away in this, in the first line of this, we get the double consonant.
1: Yeah, we get Müllerin. The Müllerin. We have the double L which shows that the, that the vowel before is short and opened. Mö, Müllerin, and we have a real L sound, which is always in the front, never in the back of the mouth, mm-hmm. uh, directly behind the teeth. Müllerin.
0: And do we hold on to it like we do in Italian, or do we want to? We're not. It's not quite the same as we do in Italian, right?
1: Yeah, uh, it is not. It, it would be too much if we uh, try to pronounce double the length or uh, yeah, double the sound. No. But it, I think usually you, you can hear it in in the character of the vowel before, because the vowel is shortened by yeah. the double consonant that mm-hmm. follows. And there is a small kind of a break before the, the sound of the double consonant, which makes the, the the sound, which emphasizes the sound of the double consonant.
0: A stop sound a s- usually.
1: Yeah, it's a stop. Müllerin, öllerin. Müllerin.
0: Yeah. And sometimes we have this even with consonants that aren't the same, that it's not a true double consonant, but it's just two consonants.
1: It's like Köpfchen. Also here we have a short vowel, the Mm -hmm. O-umlaut, Köpfchen. And a lot of consonants following. <laughs> exactly. P-F-C-H. Mm-hmm. Though the C-H, of course, has a special function in, in the German language. Here it's the C-C-D-I-A. Yeah. So in the, in the front, Köpfchen.
0: But we really need also to get out that P-F.
1: Yeah, we need all the sounds. Pff. Don't be too lazy just to, just to pronounce the F. We really need the P-Köpfchen. Also, also here is a small... St- Top before the PF. Köpfchen. Köpfchen.
0: Yeah. But there are double consonants throughout this piece. We find one in the fourth line. Den. And then we have the word... Gruß. And this S set, which looks kind of like a big funky B, actually functions as one letter.
1: Yeah, right. Today it is, it is written with... When there's a short, open vowel, then you, we write it with double S. But in this case, like in GRUß, we have a long, closed vowel, U, and you can see that with a with a s set. So it's GRUß, and this is just a sharp, we, we call it scharfes S also, sharp S sound. Sharp S and unvoiced, yeah. the unvoiced, unvoiced S. GRUß, so schwer.
0: Well, you had said that, you know, nowadays we would write this with a double S, but at that time, and the, sadly the time that most of these composers were writing, they didn't have that rule. So sometimes in some scores you'll actually see las right. like we have here. Right.
1: It's, it's something you, you cannot trust that in, in all the texts, because we have here Gruß and las, or Muss. Today we would write muss with a double S because it's a short, opened U sound. U, muss. But here it is written with an S set too, just like in lass, which is also a, a short r sound, lass. So you cannot trust this rule, but um, today you can see with the S set, there should usually be uh, a long vowel before, like we see it here in gruß. Exactly. Yeah. And... Um a topic, perhaps we, we can talk about that for a second. The Gruß is followed by a voiced S sound. So we have an unvoiced S sound and a voiced S sound. So
0: a Z after a it? A Z
1: after it. Like Gruß so schwer. Gruß so schwer. This is too hard to to um, separate the, the S sounds. That is why it keeps unvoiced. There's at the end of this unvoiced sound, S sound, there's just a small color of the voiced S. But it's really only a small color. If you say, Gruß so schwer, it's right. Okay. Yeah. But if you have too much voiced S sound, this is too too difficult. Gruß so schwer. It's, it's too much. You need too much time for that. So, Gruß so schwer.
0: Yeah. And, actually, that brings us up to another good point with the R at the end of schwer.
1: Yeah. It is an old-fashioned way to roll the R at the end of a, of a word. Sometimes, if you want to emphasize it, just to stress it, it is useful. But usually, I actually usually don't do it. I don't roll it. Here, it's the upside-down bright R sound. Mm-hmm. At the end of the word, it's schwer. And the rhyme, the next line is sehr.
0: And, so, both, and both of these words actually have a long closed a sound, a lowercase e.
1: Schwer, sehr. right. We we have some other words with r's, with r's in the end. It's a bit easier with vida because here it's it's clear that we have the um, the upside down right r. Vida. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more difficult in, in the word hervor and tor. But it's, it is the same. It is also the, this upside-down bright R.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Tor, hervor. I could imagine that you sometimes hear it with a rolled R, mm-hmm. like the, the word tor. Or uh, in the last verse, we have floor and empor, which are not that common. Mm-hmm. And I think to to reassure that everyone understands it, you can roll the R there. Mm-hmm. I usually don't do it. Floor, empor, hervor, tor, sehr, schwer, wieder. So it's always this upside down bright R sound in the end.
0: Yeah. So what about in the middle of a word? If we have words like fern, do we want to say fern? Well, I I exaggerated it a
1: little. (laughs) A little? Uh, Perhaps you exaggerated it, but it is better to roll the R there. Okay. oh lass mich nur von ferne stehen von ferne ganz von ferne it is not absolutely necessary but i think it's it's more clear and more precise that's why i would say do it von ferne ganz von ferne von ferne ganz von ferne is a bit too it's it's not enough i think we we need all the sounds ferne Ganz von ferne, yeah. just in leer. Na, die Lerche wirbelt in der Luft. Die Lerche, because it's followed by the the CCD, right. sh- sound. Right. Mm-hmm. Lerche, it is the the um, the combination of sounds is better if you uh, if you roll the r. Mm-hmm. Die Lerche wirbelt in der Luft. Yes, I think this is the most precise way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. We have a very difficult combination of words in, in the end of this poem. It's uh, the, the rhyme between Luft and Ruft.
0: Exactly, because in this case the two words basically look exactly the same. We have L-U-F-T and R-U-F-T.
1: Yeah, but they are pronounced differently. In Luft, we have a short, opened U sound. O Luft. And in Ruft, this comes from Rufen from the word Rufen, where it's a long and closed U sound, Rufen.
0: Exactly. And in Luft, the F-T basically functions then as a double consonant in the same word stem. And that's what we're really looking at. We're looking at word stem. And in Luft, we're looking at the, root, the stem of the word, which right. is R-U-F, which only has one consonant. And therefore, it's a long, closed sound.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's it.
0: Which actually brings me back to some of these double consonants. Because we sort of got, got off track before we got to talk about more of them. We have these CKs. We have a couple of CKs that function as a double consonant.
1: Verstört dich denn mein Blick so sehr. Mm-hmm. Der Blick, dass ihr euch bückt, dass ihr euch schließt und bückt und weint.
0: And there we have that open U-umlaut sound. Bückt which is the capital Y in phonetic letters, which we also have again in...
1: Schüttelt. Nun schüttelt ab der Träume floor. It's in the last verse. Again. Yeah. Schüttelt. schüttelt.
0: And we make this sound with the open capital I, I, in the back and in the front with our lips. We make the same position as we had with Luft. So we have an I with the U lips to make... That's it. Schüttelt.
1: That's it. It's all near to each other, but an important difference, right? Yeah. Luft schüttelt, ü, oh. So this is really near, but we have to make sure that we hear the difference. Schüttelt, yeah. ü, and luft, Uff.
0: Before I catch you on that topic of things that are near but, but slightly different from each other, let's finish up with some of these double consonants, because we have some really fun words here.
1: Ihr schlummertrunkenen Eugelein. <laughs> schlummertrunkenen. This is a co- compound word of schlummer and trunkenen. Trunkenen is a, a version of, of the uh, verb trinken. Mm-hmm. Drunk. Yeah, yeah. Sleep drunk. Sleep drunk. Schlummertrunkenen. We have two stresses. Mm-hmm. So, schlummer and trunkenen as a trunkenen as a secondary um, stress, and the the u sound before the the double m, and the u sound before the nkn they are the same. Yes. Schlummer trunken.
0: So they're the open capital o- u.
1: Yeah. Schlummer Trunken
0: And again, with that m, we want to hang. Just give it a second of space. We don't want to. Maybe double it quite so much as we would in Italian, but we really want to give it its own.
1: So I think in Italian it would be even even more, mm-hmm. but we need really the M sound there. Yeah.
0: And we actually have two words in a row at the end of that verse.
1: Nach ihrer stillen Wonne. We have the double L and the double N, which are signs of the, the short vowels before. Stillen, I, and Wonne, O.
0: Which is really open. That open O is a very, very open sound.
1: Yeah, Wonne.
0: And in the middle of the last verse.
1: In Gottes hellen morgen. It's another double T and another double L. And we have O, Gottes, Gottes hellen, hellen. Morgan.
0: And there, I'm not noticing that the L actually gets doubled, but it really does sound like a strong letter. It doesn't feel like we're going hellen, we're saying hellen.
1: Exactly, right.
0: Yeah. Now, to go back to what you had said earlier about things that are very close to each other but not exactly the same in reference to the e and the ö for schuttet, we have one diphthong that can be spelled in two different ways here. We have the first, the combination of EU
1: like in uh, euren, or scheuet, or euch, and with an A-umlaut and an U-sound.
0: Yes, exactly. So it can be spelled with another, with the, with the yeah. A-umlaut and the U.
1: There's the, the, the contrast. with uh, Like we see it in Eugelein or Träume. They are pronounced exactly the same way, with an open O-sound mm-hmm. and o slash afterwards. Which is the diphthong,
0: so, the second vowel. This is
1: right, the diphthong. Euren und Eugelein and Träume scheuet euch
0: There's no difference between the two at all. It's exactly the same.
1: Exactly the same.
0: Yeah. And one last point to make. In the third verse, the second line, we have a
1: word. Ihr taubetrübten Blümelein so this is a compound word which looks a bit weird because of its combination but the first word is tau
0: and not taube and
1: not taube so it's tau and betrübten
0: right so if so. You're, if you're going to look this up in separate places and you look for taube you will find the word taube yeah but that's not what we're looking for here
1: right tau betrübten Blumelein".
0: here we have both of these u umlauts are long-closed sounds.
1: Yeah, betrübt and blümelein.
0: And in betrübt, the original verb is actually betrüben. And because we keep the the same root of the word, even when we change the conjugation of it, that's why this is a long-closed lowercase y, right?
1: Yeah, right. Betrübten and blümelein.
0: When the letter H begins a word, we do pronounce it as a phonetic H, as we see here in words like hin, herfor, hebt, and herzen. But when the letter H is after a vowel in a word, its sole purpose is to close and lengthen that vowel, as in the words ihr, stehen, and sehen. These last two words are actually contractions of verbs, in their original forms, they are respectively schtien and sehen. But the final E has been removed for poetic purposes to make the rhythmic scheme of the poem work properly. We do get the word geschehen in its full form. Once in a while you'll hear a German singer pronounce this H and say geschehen, and you may even get coached to do this. But it's actually incorrect. The H here only closes the preceding E vowel, which then goes straight to a schwa. And in this case, be careful, too, that you don't accidentally create a J-glide in geshe-yen, but that the closed E and the schwa flow smoothly together, one to the other, without any extra stroke of the tongue, geshe We talked about the long, squiggly S sound, esh, And there certainly are a ton of these throughout this text. As we said, an S before a T is usually the long, squiggly S, as in stext, stehn, morgensterne, and stillen. It can also be spelled S-C-H, as in schöne, geschehen, schwer, schlummertrunken, scheut, schließt, and schuttelt. This sound takes a lot of time to make, so take your time! German's not a romance language, so we do have license to really dwell on these consonants. And especially when this sh sound is followed by a voiced consonant, you can really linger on these sounds, schlummer, schließt, and almost have a tiny feeling of a shadow vowel before the voiced consonant to make sure that it's really voiced. Schwer. When we have pairs of consonants back-to-back, it is possible to connect them sometimes, as in verdrießt dich and verstört dich, where the T at the end of each verb is simply stopped, and we only really pronounce the D at the beginning of dich. One pair that we don't talk about very often is the combination of S with this SH sound which we have here in Vas Scheuet. If this song were very fast, it would be possible to skip the S at the end of Was and go straight to the long squiggly S. But this song is not fast. Here there's plenty of time to get both of these sounds out clearly, so it's recommended to keep them separate.
1: Morgengruß. Guten Morgen, schöne Müllerin, wo steckst du gleich das Köpfchen hin, als wär dir was geschehen? Verdrießt dich denn mein Gruß so schwer? Verstört dich denn mein Blick so sehr? So muss ich wieder gehen. O oh, lass mich nur von Ferne stehn, nach deinem lieben Fenster sehn, von Ferne, ganz von Ferne. Du blondes Köpfchen, komm hervor, hervor aus eurem runden Tor, ihr blauen Morgensterne. Ihr schlummertrunkenen Äugelein, ihr taubetrübten Blümelein, was scheuet ihr die Sonne? Hat es die Nacht so gut gemeint, dass ihr euch schließt und bückt und weint nach ihrer stillen Wonne? Nun schüttelt ab der Träumeflor und hebt euch frisch und frei empor in Gottes hellen Morgen. Die Lerche wirbelt in der Luft und aus dem tiefen Herzen ruft die Liebe, Leid und Sorgen.
0: This interview with Mirko Roszkowski was conducted by Ellen Risinger. Phonetic transcription by Deborah Massell and Ellen Risinger. This has been the Diction Police Special Diction Unit, a production of Singing Diction GBR.